0: We are the last panel today and I would like my name is Irina Paliashvili from Ukrainian Legal Group I'm a lawyer and uh, I would like to thank the organizers uh, for this timely and important forum and for giving Ukraine uh, the status of the hotspot not only of the energy landscape of Europe but also of this particular conference uh, Also congratulations to Energy Community with the 10th anniversary I've heard the word party in the morning. There was no follow-up, but I hope, Dirk, that our invitations are in the mail. Um, and also congratulations uh, with the extension. Uh, as, as you know, Ukraine is uh, party to the Energy Community Treaty since 2010. And uh, Ukraine quite quite clearly uh, announced that it wants to become, uh, to join uh, the energy union as well. Um, I would like to introduce the panel. Uh, The first uh, two speakers uh, who will uh, share a presentation is Vsevala Chinsov from the Ukrainian Foreign Ministry, who is in charge of European Union um, cooperation in general and uh, Walter Tretton, uh, who is a representative of EU delegation in Ukraine. So they will share the topic uh, and uh, speak on the year of extensive diplomacy, but in a broader sense about EU-Ukraine strategy partnership. Uh, Walter Boltz uh, will offer some solutions, how to bring uh, European Union and Ukraine closer in the energy sector and our last speaker will be Andrei Bely from the University of Tartu, and he will discuss the correlation between political aspects and economic logic um, in the European uh, energy landscape. Uh, Today morning uh, Mr. Schmidt von Zudov said that uh, Ukraine crisis will help to push energy union forward. Indeed, this geopolitical crisis, which focuses on Ukraine, and is going on already for more than a year, it has many aspects, one of them is energy, and it exposed the whole range of problems, which before were either Ukraine's internal problems, or the cross-border problems between uh, Ukraine and Russia. Uh, Now, there is no such thing anymore as internal problems of Ukraine. All our internal problems are now uh, the problems of our neighboring regions and the problems of EU as well, and uh, the problems uh, of pan-European space. When we will be talking uh, about uh, the current situation in Ukraine, I wanted just very briefly to run through the latest news. And uh, some of them are encouraging and positive. And uh, first of all, uh, As you probably have heard, the IMF approved uh, the new lending program for Ukraine, uh, more than $17 billion, and immediately after that, the first tranche was uh, already provided. It's about $5 billion. And the IMF uh, had some strings attached, some conditionalities, including in the energy sector. Uh, For example, IMF expects Ukraine uh, to arrive at the zero losses in the energy sector p- by 2017. Uh, IMF also expects uh, Ukraine to corporatize and then partially or wholly privatize um, the major state-owned companies in the energy sector, including Gas, including Energoatom and Ukranergo and of course Naftagas before being privatized according to the requirements of energy community treaty has to be unbundled so there is the whole program which sometimes coincides between IMF and energy community and sometimes not but these are the conditions that uh, the IMF put forward uh, the second uh, piece of good news is that the third energy pack uh, the third the third energy package uh, and the draft law on gas market passed successfully the first reading in the Radar recently, and uh, here we would like to thank Dirk for being extremely active in helping Ukrainian government and all Ukrainian agencies uh, to draft the compliant you draft law. And- <laughs> thank you. <laughs> And he became very familiar with Ukrainian corridors of power in, in, in the last uh, few months. But uh, the success is here. There is the first reading. And I think this draft is on the fast track to be adopted as the law very shortly. So we will have uh, a reason to celebrate. Uh, now, these are the last good news. There is the whole host of problematic issues. And... Uh, One of those issues is uh, something that was mentioned today several times, it's social policy and socially vulnerable customers. As you may know, in Ukraine, the tariffs have increased dramatically to bring them in uh, line with the market uh, prices. And so far, uh, the socially vulnerable customers uh, were promised subsidies, etc., but uh, I don't think this system was put in place. Uh, the second problem is uh, was mentioned today from time to time. Uh, this is C-word corruption. Um, because of corruption, huge amounts uh, of money of um, fi- finance was uh, actually siphoned from the energy market before, and. Uh, Right now, uh, new Ukrainian government is trying to put an end to some of these corruption schemes, and one of the examples was um, <laughs> the closing of one of the schemes uh, recently which saved 9 billion uh, to the budget and that's just one small scheme and the whole energy sector these cross subsidies etc they were basically sinking in corruption so uh, for for us for the legal community for the business community in ukraine uh, getting rid of corruption is almost like uh, for the energy sector energy efficiency when when you do energy efficiency, there is no need for for uh, you know huge amounts of energy. And the same uh, when you get rid of corruption, there is no need for such a uh, huge financing. Uh, next problem is uh, also was uh, mentioned today: it's investment, investment climate in Ukraine, um, and uh, also investment didn't become uh, the the word in the energy community treaty, as uh, was mentioned today, but it, it, it still, I think, uh, reflects in the energy community treaty and also in Ukraine today. It's a, it's a very important issue and actually one of the reasons uh, our current Minister of Energy said that um, privatizing, corporatizing and privatizing um, Naftogaz and atom will be difficult because uh, we will not be able to find investors. And this is a vicious circle. Uh, The government cannot improve uh, the investment climate because there are no investors, and investors are not coming because investment climate is so bad. And the last problem, uh, which I wanted to mention, uh, this is domestic production. Ukraine has very good opportunities in all areas of energy for domestic production. I am an expert more in upstream oil and gas, and I can tell you that um, the current government basically closed down the sector entirely for investment. There are good reasons and bad reasons for this, which we are not going to discuss. But right now, uh, the investment climate in uh, domestic production is really in the worst state that I have seen it in the last more than 20 years. Uh, The taxes have been increased uh, dramatically. Uh, There are lawsuits against and arbitration claims against Ukraine uh, threatened or pending uh, from (coughs) big ones, small ones, uh, JKX, which is a production company. UK-based threatened a large lawsuit arbitration case. Actually, um, the shareholders of uh, Ukrnafta also multi-billion-dollar arbitration claim. So there is a quite uh, dangerous situation right now. And what is also bad that the government uh, is not really trying to open up the sector for new opportunities and is not offering any subsoil areas uh, to investors. So, this is the current situation, and uh, now I would like to invite our speakers uh, to share their thoughts uh, within the topics that were announced. Thank you.